Hello, beautiful one. Welcome to today's episode of the Diversity Life Podcast. If you don't know what the Diversity Life Podcast is, it is a weekly conversation with tech industry experts and career strategists, where I interview them about their careers to help you with your own technology career. I'm Kawat Abdul Hakim, the founder of Diversity. His mission is to help you choose and navigate your dream tech career. Visit diversity.com to learn more. If you would like to join the podcast live, which is always fun, it happens every Friday on my LinkedIn. You can find the link to my profile in the description. If you're also not subscribed or you're currently listening, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Now let's get into today's episode. Today is one very interesting topic again on tech- technical writing, and I'm with Jiang Asikpo, who is a developer advocate at Hashnode, and she's also a professional technical writer. So we're talking all about technical writing today, and I'm just going to allow yeah. Edith to tell us a bit about herself and her career background. Awesome! Thanks so much for having me. I think this is like a really amazing initiative. And kudos to being consistent every Friday. Yeah, it's great to have you. Thank you. Yeah, so my name is Edidia Masipo, like rightly mentioned. I currently work as a developer advocate. And a bit about my career, I actually studied computer science, but I wouldn't just really tie being in tech um, like, uh, to studying computer science because I feel like just like most Nigerian universities, computer science is like more on the theoretical side of things, right? So if you don't yeah. make an effort to actually understand certain things, you will end up just like knowing theory and going back home. So the thing, the turning point for me was when I went for an industrial training in a company called Start Innovation Hub in Akpaibom State. And in that process, I got to learn how to develop Android applications, right? And it was very interesting for me because I could build an app and like literally click on the app and it showed me what I built. So like just the fascination that it was possible for me to learn how to do that kind of thing and become better if I kept on doing it consistently was what made me stay in tech. And I was also exposed to like a lot of young people also doing amazing things at the time. So that's, yeah, this seems really interesting. Like the developer community was very like open to teaching people and like sharing knowledge and stuff. But I was like, okay, yeah, I think computer science is not actually as bad as I imagined, right? Like yeah. from what happened in the university. But when I looked yeah. at when I went back to when I went back to school after the IT, a lot more things made sense to me. Like what the, the code lecturers were trying to explain now made more sense because I had like yeah. some practical background of what 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 it was. I mean, I'm not saying the lecturers are completely terrible. They were they were great, right? But it just it just wasn't working for me before I went for that industrial training. So after I graduated, went for my NYSC, and then the process got to start working with InterSwitch as a software engineer in the developer relations team and um, like started like building skills and like working on like projects, trying to improve the system at InterSwitch for eventually switch to my current role at Hashnode. But in the process of all of these things, I was definitely into like contributing technical writing skills, like open source organizations and writing blog posts here and there. So technical writing has just been something I did like on the side for most I while focusing on like software engineering. But in general, yeah. I would say it's like an important skill to even have as a software engineer as a person because it helps you communicate better to people and like to share your thoughts a lot better and stuff like that so yeah that's like a summary of how my career has been like a really short summary (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, it's interesting also. Very interesting career <laughs> background. Thanks for sharing it with us. Okay, let's start yeah. with the basics of technical writing. How would you describe technical writing to to Elim? <laughs> sure. So for me, I would say I've seen like a lot of writing is like a whole lot about so like I mean the dictionary, people sharing thoughts. But I think one the one that really spoke to me was particular definition by one one dictionary called grammar. Right. So it defines yeah. technical writing as the type of writing where the author explains things. Right. That requires directions, instructions and explanations. So that means, hey, if I want to write a technical article on how to build a particular project with React, it means there will be instructions. So I'm telling you, hey, you need to create a project first. And after creating that project, you need to do a particular thing. And I'm directing you to a certain goal, which is creating that project. Right. So technical yeah. writing is not just any kind of writing where I could just be sharing my thoughts on something, but I'm giving you logical explanations behind whatever it is. Even if I say that, hey, I think JavaScript is not the best programming language, for it to become a technical writing, I would share reasons why yeah. it isn't, right? Show you like different sample codes of why I think maybe Python is better and stuff. So in a layman sense, is is writing, but writing it in a way that you are trying to lead someone to a particular direction or giving them instructions that helps them achieve a particular thing after reading that. Okay. And why is it important? Why is technical writing important? There are so many reasons why technical writing is important. On a personal level, it's... Oh, yeah, so let me just give you a quick story of why, how I got into technical writing. So prior to sometime like 2018 or thereabout, I, I noticed that I had like a lot of problems with expressing myself when it, it came to words, right? So someone could like drop up something and I could have like an amazing suggestion in my head, but I was too scared to like write it out because I thought I wouldn't like express it in the right way or maybe use the right format and stuff. Another time I noticed that this was making me lose opportunities, right? Maybe there are things that I had access to, but because I was too scared to give it a try because of my words, I was losing those opportunities. So I decided to be intentional about like being able to write. And one of the first things yeah. I did was stop responding to things in short form. I don't know who don't like really look at that thing, but to be honest, when you're chatting on social media and instead yeah. of saying like, how are you? Like H-O-R, I'm sorry, H-O-W, like spelling it well, you use like yeah. R, then W, and then U, you just type the letter U. So that was like something that was affecting me because over time, you notice that you can't even spell like the basic word anymore. Yeah. You're like, you're used to using those, those, those like short forms. So that was like the first thing I decided to stop doing. And I I could notice that, I mean, it was like helping me a bit because I, even though it was stressful to respond to everything, like in really all the like long sentences, but it's something I had to yeah. do. And then in the process, I bumped into this very interesting quote that said, you only learn how to write by writing. So what yeah. that meant was, even though I tried to stop reading short form or maybe I read reading a lot, the only way I would actually see that actually started writing. So that was what pushed me to like, it wasn't like super perfect, but it, it was like a start, right? So yeah. starting that eventually there's like so many opportunities, like getting accepted into Google Summer of Code, even like getting access to like my current job at the moment and all of that. So having given me that backstory, I will share some important so in my opinion, the first thing would be it gives you the opportunity to be able to express yourself effectively. Even even though you're not a natural technical writer, I mean, just be, by being like a software engineer or a program manager, whatever it is you're doing, 
the ability to also express yourself effectively through writing would definitely go a long way because more often than not you have to communicate through like an email or you have to write a report about something or even like a a quick overview of what you're building or the initiative you're trying yeah. to bring. There's so many things that require writing, yeah? So being able to write would give you a pass the message effectively and also be able to communicate better with your colleagues, right? That would be the first thing. Now the second one is, title writing has like a lot of opportunities. There is this survey by Glassdoor. Glassdoor is like a popular place where people find jobs that says that technical writers have like the, the rapid writers has passed any other profession, right? So if it took nurses uh, like let's say ten years for them to go to a certain point, technical writing took ten times faster. And uh, companies paying people like over like fifty thousand to like hundred thousand dollars to become technical writers on, on an average. So that means it can be more, right? You could earn a lot more from 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 doing that. And then aside from that, there are like communities and companies that pay you certain amount of money to write technical articles for them. For example, you can write for like Love Rocket, Smashing Magazine, just think there are so many of them, or, or zero, right? And then it will pay you for like things like $350 to over $2,000 just to write a technical article. Um, and, and like if you convert that money to Naira, it's actually like a huge amount of money. Like $350 yeah. should be, I'm not sure, I'm just give me a second to check. But I, I like to think it's, it's over hundred K. Yes, it's very okay. It's very okay actually. I think we're done in about I'll just cover and check. Okay, I think it's okay now. Three fifty. Yeah, so that's like hundred and fifty two thousand naira to write one technical article. So imagine if you're like you write like four technical articles in in a month, for instance, you'd make a good amount of money that you may not be able to assess through just working yeah. directly, especially for like companies in Nigeria which will pay you so so much, right? So then the writing gives you access to those kind of opportunities. And the third thing would be if you get accepted into the Google Season of Docs program. The Google Season of Docs program basically connects technical writers to open source organizations. So once you apply and get accepted, you contribute to this open source organization for like three months, right? And then after the end of that three months, Google and that organization will pay you. So previously they were like uh, previously it used to be three thousand dollars, right? At the end of the month, which is like a million naira. So you're making like a million naira from contributing to an open source organization in three months. But as of this year, they even increase it a lot more. So you'd see platforms paying like up to fifteen thousand dollars, right? Like five thousand dollars every month. And that's you making like a huge amount of money from contributing to a particular organization as a technical writer for three months. And aside from that, through that process, you also build relationships with people, right? So let's yeah. say you work for a organization that is in the US or has tons of contributors in different places. You tend to build strong relationships with these people, right? And if you need like a job opportunity, these people can be your referrals. They can even refer yeah. you to an opportunity, stuff like that. So there could be like so many things you benefit from from just contributing there, even though it's not necessarily the monetary value, there are like tons of other things you could benefit technical writing through contributing to open source project. To be honest, there are like a lot, a lot, a lot of other benefits of, of technical writing. I think one thing I should point out is aside from all these benefits of okay, hey, you get get make money, get to be able to share share your thoughts and your words in an effective way, or you know the chances of your career growing becomes high. Another important thing about writing is it also helps you as well. Because 
in order for me to be able to explain something for somebody to understand, it means I have to understand that thing, right? Exactly. And yeah. So if I, and if I have to understand that thing, it means I need to carry out a certain level of research to be sure that I'm passing the right information. And yeah. every single time you do that, you become better, right? So imagine if you're consistent, consistently writing about React, for instance, for like a year. Mm-hmm. And then there's another person who isn't writing about about this for like a year. But you've been learning over time. You see that you tend to understand things a lot more. You would be yeah. like you excel more in your career, right? And then another thing is when you when you keep writing and sharing other people will now know you to be that person who blogs about JavaScript or who blogs about getting yeah. started in tech, right? So if there's an opportunity for that particular ecosystem, that particular programming language, someone will remember your name and say, okay, hey, this engineer is a blog about reaction. I'm interested in this opportunity. And then pass that opportunity on to you, which is something you will not have access to if nobody if you that. didn't. You just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you don't blog about reaction and stuff like that. So that's like another importance of, of technical writing. And then the final one is job opportunities. When you apply for a job, let's say you apply for a Python related in your CV, you've also included a link to your blog. When your recruiter sees that you've been writing about Python consistently, the recruiter will have like a sense of, okay, hey, this person actually knows what he or she is doing, right? And if you're able to be able to read the articles and find it useful, it means that you know it well enough to teach other people and you'll also be like a good team player. So that's another importance that you could get from writing technical articles. Yeah. Those are really like very key benefits of writing so yeah does one need to like specialize in writing a certain topic or one can write like everything yeah i mean you don't need to necessarily put yourself in a box it depends on what you want right there are people who are just focused on writing things about just web development while there are others who write about web development write about tech careers in general and also write about how to get better at technical writing so it all depends yeah. on you and what you want. You can be known as the person who writes about React or be known as the person who writes about web development in general. So any single yeah. thing is possible. There is no one size fits all. You can do whatever works for you as long as you have the capacity and the time to fulfill that. That's, that's all that matters. Yeah, but it's advisable to like specialize if you're trying to like find a job that's related yes, yes, to one yes. field. Exactly. Exactly. So I think it's understanding what, what exactly do you want? What are you trying to achieve from doing this thing? If your goal is to probably get like a front-end job, then maybe write articles around front-end, right? Because that will make you, aside from being able to teach other people about it, you also may handle it better, which will help yeah. you better when you try to apply for that job because you'll be able to like scale through your interview a lot more because you've been, you've consistently been trying to improve yourself and explaining yourself through work. Yeah. Does one need to learn know how to code to write technical articles? Yeah, you definitely need to, right? From the from the name itself, it says technical article or technical writing. It means there are some level of technicalities you need to understand. So as you want to write a technical article about React, you need to be knowledgeable about React able to write that thing. But one of the important skills of a technical writer is research. So what that means is you don't need to know every single thing about the topic before you start writing it. I could probably not know any single thing about scroll trigger plugin, but I want to write about scroll trigger plugin. So what I'll have to do now is carry out the necessary research that I need yeah. to carry out to understand that topic well enough to be able to write it. 
So what I'm, in, in summary, you don't have to know everything or know something before you start writing. But in the process of yeah. writing, you discover like the answers to those questions yeah. and find like a better way to explain it. So now you've learned that thing and then you've also been able to teach somebody about teach that it. thing yeah. and also make money from that thing at the same time. So it's like a win-win solution if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Another beautiful thing about technical writing is even if you don't know anything about the topic from the beginning, like you get to learn it when you're writing about it and exactly. understand it better. Yeah, I totally agree. That's a very beautiful and like amazing thing about technical writing. It's fantastic yeah. too. Yeah. I'm interrupting this podcast to remind you to subscribe if you haven't and also nudge you to visit diversek.com to kickstart your technology career or get help navigating your existing tech career. Okay, back to the discussion. How do you get inspiration to write? Oh, that's, that's a very interesting question. I think it's something uh, a lot of people wonder because it's hard for most people to like write articles consistently because yeah. most yeah, most times it can be like a high-end effort. But I, I think I think again it all falls back to what you want, right? So in my case, I work as a developer advocate. And developer advocacy involves like technical writing and software engineering and building communities. So it's 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 for my career, right? I need to write those articles so that I can like be more active in the community. So that's that's one of them. And then the other thing is I, I want to learn something, right? So yeah. like like we talked about earlier, I could just write this article because I want to learn how to do this particular thing. And there is this quote that says uh, what's the word to teach is to learn better i can't remember the exact word but i'm going to confirm yeah. and, and, and say it again yeah so when you teach someone something you actually understand that thing a lot better right yeah so definitely I probably, yeah so i probably want to learn about this particular thing yeah and i know that in the process of trying to write an article about to understand it better so that's that's like another source of inspiration for me and then the yeah. other one would be making money through it to be honest like the thought of writing an article for like five hundred dollars or three hundred and fifty dollars is absolutely amazing because that's yeah, not necessarily things you'd have access you'd have access to like on a normal day. So yeah. I think that's that's a great like source of inspiration too. And the last thing would be that I mean over the years I've seen people say interesting things about my my articles. I mean there was this article that when I was writing it, I just thought, oh well, a lot of people have been saying saying so many things about this topic already. There are so many articles written, so many videos created. Who is actually going to read this article? Like, it's given it, right? But I was like, okay, fine. I'm publishing it for me. I'll probably do this someday. And then I published the article. And to my greater surprise, the article blew up on Twitter. Like, a lot of people were, like, retweeting and liking and saying, hey, they've been yeah. trying to understand this thing for so long. And they never understood it until they read this article. And that's, like, something that I was feeling insecure about that I didn't want yeah, to Yeah, like, because... that's something I tell a lot of people about. Like, if you mm-hmm. feel everybody's talking about something and you don't want to talk about it, you know, there are a lot of people in your own network that haven't exactly. had it at all for the mm-hmm. first time. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you should definitely write it and publish it. And the more yes, you write it, the better your chances, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so do you have a formula for knowing what to write? Like when you want to start writing, do you have a structure or you just write? <laughs> no, I do. I do have a structure actually. And I actually believe everybody should have a structure that they follow because technical writing is supposed to make sense. Supposed to, the reader is supposed to understand yeah. the beginning. 
and like follow it slowly up until he or she reaches the end of the article and now understands the information you're trying to pass. So yeah. yes, I do have a structure. I usually start with like an introduction and that introduction is like a quick summary of what the article is going to be about. So if I'm writing about scroll through experience and I'm probably going to talk about what um, scrolling telling has been like in the past, right? So like what, what's the future of it going to be about? Then now explain what I'm going to explain in that article. So that means that before you, I mean, just by reading the introduction, you can get like a clear overview of what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say, right? So you could easily decide if this article is for you or not for you. Yeah. But I've noticed most people don't add introductions to their article. And that way it's hard for me to get a sense of exactly what's included in the article. Yeah. So it is extremely very important to have an introduction in your article, in your technical article. And then the yeah. next thing is having like either table of content or prerequisites, right? Which would either explain, hey, what what is this? These are the different topics or different sections yeah. that I will cover in this article or these are the necessary things you need to have in order to understand this article effectively so if i'm writing something that is more on the intermediate side of things i'm like hey you need to have a basic level of css or javascript in order to be able to understand this article right because i'm not writing it for complete beginners and i need to make that yeah. clear so that once you come you know that okay hey very beginner this might not necessarily be for you it's actually targeted as people that are intermediate, right? But if you don't include that, you could just think, oh, hey, it's for me, but end up not getting what I'm supposed to get from that article. And then these last middle part is I try to like explain what the article is actually about, break it down to like different steps and what, and just include everything necessary. And then the final section yeah. is adding a conclusion, which summarizes what the person has just learned. And like also add like further links to where the person can like find more information if he or she wants yeah. to like learn more. Yeah. I would add to that, like aside the different parts, the layout also matters, like the amount of paragraphs you have, like how many sentences you have in a paragraph. As because as a yeah. reader, if there's like too much words chunked in one paragraph, I'll just skip through, you know, <laughs> looking for the list for the list where you're just listing things. So like it can just be yeah, so having things in structure of like bullet points and, you know, short shots. If if you are writing something long about one section, it should be broken down into paragraphs. And yeah, it shouldn't be too, because people people don't have that patience. I agree. Humans are like very lazy. So you have to make things so easy for them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what resources do you use to aid your writing? By it, like, do you mean the resources I used to write, or just like used yeah, to learn how to write? Yeah, the resources that help you write better. Oh, okay, okay. That's so I actually use Grammarly. So Grammarly is pretty much like a platform that helps you check that you're not making mistakes. And like, to yeah. be honest, I wonder how my writing was before I knew about Grammarly because it it, <laughs> it spots like a lot of things and like okay, yeah, I not see that. So it's absolutely fantastic, and I'll definitely recommend it. They have like a free version and they also have like a paid version. I currently use the paid version, which has like a lot more options. But even with just the free version, there are so many things yeah. that you that it, it would show you that you would have missed if you were not using it. Yeah, that's and true. Yeah, it's it's absolutely fantastic to be honest. And then there's a platform. So I also usually write most of my articles on my hashtag blog because most um, tech communities and companies use Markdown. And my hash note, um, yeah. the ed hash notes editor supports Markdown, right? So what I do is just write it directly there. 
And when I have to submit it, I just copy it and like paste it on the company's platform. But if I'm pu- publishing yeah. it directly on my blog, then all I need to do is just like click publish. Then in terms of creating images, I use Canva, which is also free as well. Yeah, I mean, they have a paid version, but they also have like a yeah. free part. Yeah, so I use like the free version of Canva to like create images for, for my blog because I think it's important to always add a cover image to your articles, to be honest. So yeah, yeah that's, those are the three major things that I use. And yeah, human beings as well. I always said my article was someone to view <laughs> before I publish it always because like, yeah, you can't know everything, to be honest. There's something you would miss, there's a mistake you'd make. Or maybe like there's a there's a way you're not looking at it that someone else would see it. So like a different perspective, a different eye, a different thought on your article goes a long way. So I always ensure I send my article to someone before publishing it. Yeah, that's actually very interesting. Okay, yeah, let's wrap this up with some advice you would give to someone who wants to start a career in technical writing. I would say start. That's like the major thing, to be honest. The, the most important thing is start. But ideally, the first thing you need to do is try to take a course. But I think a lot of people jump into technical writing without really understanding certain things. For instance, what we talked about, like how do you structure your article or how to do that? And the reason why they don't know how to do that is because the most likely didn't take any form of like um, like course or book or stuff that yeah. explains the actual concept of technical writing. So there's this amazing course by Google. Let me just quickly find a link for you so that I could share with them. There's this amazing course by, by Google that covers what technical writing is. And I think it's absolutely fantastic. I took okay. it at some point and I learned so many things from that from that from that course i mean even thinking about the fact that i've been writing for a long time before i even took that course but still there were still so many things that i discovered that i never knew about so i think it's actually a really great place to learn i've just pasted it here you should be able to see it on your end now okay yes i have all right awesome so after taking that course the next thing i would say is try to read a lot more because reading exposes you to seeing what other people are doing, seeing, discovering better ways to explain things, right? And also expanding your vocabulary and like your thought process. So the more you read, the more you understand, the more you'll be able to explain things better to people. And yeah, so I'll say that like the next thing. And then the third thing would be to actually start writing. Like I mentioned, that quote said, you only yeah, the learn thing is you learn in the process. Yeah. Yes. It's almost like coding, for instance. Yeah, watch all the tutorials, eh, do whatever you have to do. But if you don't code, then there's absolutely no yeah. way to understand how to code, right? I think I think it applies to everything in life, to be honest. You only learn how to do something by actually doing that thing. So start writing. No matter how terrible you think your writing is, trust me, it's going to be better. Everybody has been in that, that process or been in that place where their writing wasn't just the best thing. But if you keep staying at it and keep writing, I believe it's going to improve over time. Can you still hear me? Okay, I don't know if it's my internet or has, but I'll just wait for a bit so I can hear it again. Sorry. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yes, yeah, I can. Enti- oh, mine. Yes, it was. It was from my oh. end, I believe. Okay, okay. Okay, so yeah, you were saying you only learn how to do something by doing it. Doing that thing, yes. And I was trying to explain that it applies to every single thing in life. 
if you want to become a better developer, you need to consistently build applications, right? If you want to become a better technical writer, you need to consistently write. If you want to learn how to drive, you need to start driving to be able to learn how to drive, right? So it's it's everything in life. And after starting, another important thing is staying consistent at it. Like it's absolutely very important to be consistent. It's almost like coding. If you code once in every month, you will not know how to code, right? But if you're doing it like almost That's every day or every accurate. day possible, yeah, yeah, you would actually understand things a lot better. You because you remember things, right? So stay yeah. consistent. Even if you have to write once in a month, that's better than not writing at all in a month. So whatever yeah. works for you based on your schedule, try to do that. And I believe that even though you don't necessarily make money from technical writing, it would help you personally, like in expressing yourself, in like connecting more with people, in in learning more and understanding more, and also in the process of like getting a better job and making money from it as well. Yeah. Thank you very, very much, Eddie Young. This was very, very amazing and interesting. And yeah, if you have questions and you are watching this later on, you can always ask in the comments and I'll pass it across. You can also connect to connect with Eddie Young on LinkedIn at Eddie Asiko on Twitter at Didi Codes, yeah. right? Yeah, so you can yes. reach out to her on any of these platforms. And yeah. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Diverse K podcast. If you found it helpful, please share it with your friends and colleagues that would also find it helpful. Do have a wonderful morning, afternoon or night. Until next week. Bye.